Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the deadly boys of What Culture, Michael Hamflot and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of Manoral. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh! We do my AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a really good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by the Dadly Stuck ahead to Raw tonight and all the fallout from Money in the Bank. Hopefully there's loads. There's not much for us to talk about otherwise. Um, but I don't think WWE can do table setters in the way that AEW do table setters, especially after pay-per-views, premium live events, etc. But it was very clear to see the bones of the SummerSlam card coming out of Money in the Bank. Mm. Like, there was a report that broke today that pretty much all but named half the matches anyway. But you could see them. You could actually see the direction that so-and-so was going to go, or you've been instructed to think that based on the things going in. So they can do it. They can do a table setting episode if they want. It's sort of a shame they didn't put more in place other than this terrible sounding woman's title match to get you more in the mood for it. Like, I'm really, really high on WWE. And it's like a lineup like this and the potential for another quiet raw now they're back home <laughs> in silent old America to just kill the vibe and harsh the buzz. <laughs> Suitcases are on the ground. <sighs> Not hot anymore. No. <laughs> We've got all the washing up and the admin to yeah. do. It's raw. <laughs> Monday night raw. Yeah, let's talk about um, what's advertised for this show. Tell you what, though, doing the washing after being on holidays, low key going. It is. Yes. Oh, why do I enjoy that? It's like I'm 37. <laughs> enjoy order. What did you pop at uh, when you came to stay with us at the weekend? What I said to Anne Louise about the dishwasher? Oh, God. Oh, Eve. Well, one's a piece of garbage. Yeah. I know, I know this. Yeah. Um, Imagine living with me, though. She, she's pregnant. She's doing more than she should be, quite honestly, but I, I felt like the most welcome guest. And then uh, she walks away from the dishwasher, and he just goes, oh, that wrong. I'll uh, have to do that again. <laughs> they always do. <laughs> that, that, that is a very specific Seriously, there's way. there's like literally two women I know of who can't do a dishwasher, <laughs> and it's mine and his wife. <laughs> I I enjoy it as well. That's the other part of it. That's what, like you say, I, that's what I take pleasure in now. At this 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 yeah, I stage I, of I life. Could never own a dishwasher because then when am I going to listen to my podcast? <laughs> never had one before, and like I just treasure the time I've got to do the washing up. And that's the, I'd take the same amount of time it would to take to wash them, load yeah. the dishwasher because you have to go in various plates. Go there, right? Side plates go there, right? And you put the saucepan. Maybe you can go there. 
or well, such and such can go on the top shelf. Snow layers. Yeah. Rule number one. Hang on, explain that to me. No, I've never owned a dishwasher. I need that explained. Well, you can't have, like, say you've got a bowl. Yeah. Okay. You turn it upside down. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't put a bowl on top of no. a bowl. No. You can't do like layers or anything. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. There can't be any overlap. I see. Like, two degrees. If you've got like a big, deep pan mm-hmm. and it takes up a lot of real estate. So you've only got a slim line washing machine. Insane, Great yeah. podcasting here. <laughs> you could maybe tilt a bowl on its side. Yeah. There's one area of overlap, and it will get clean. Mm-hmm. But don't take the piss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do not take the piss. Do you have to... It'll go the extra mile for you, but it's not going to do your <laughs> entire... You know, it's not going to do the contents of your entire kitchen. Do you have to prep the stuff before you put it in the dishwasher as well? Give it a rinse, maybe. Right. Uh, if it's, if it's Scrape the food off. Yeah. Aye, but like beyond that, nothing. It can just go in as is. Because that would well, make it feel redundant to me. Well... The idea of not having a dishwasher at this point in my life fills me with a dread because how do you do? How do you do it? How do you do a, a Yorkshire pudding tray? A yeah. A bacon tray? Because, oh my God, it takes like... Ages. It's class. It takes three goes. Yeah. On a, in a dishwasher. Yeah. Just, like elbow grease in an extra 10 minutes is fantastic. It's a cheat code. Like I used to think the relatives... leaves them in the oven for longer. Just, ah, oh, bloody just welded on this. Like it, it, See you in a bit, love. It would always be my dad or an uncle or somebody who would like, would like make a big fuss at Christmas, being like, I'm doing the washing up. And it was clearly because like everybody else had done all the other hard stuff and this is the one task they wanted. Right, where's my parade? Where's my flowers? I'm doing the washing up. And even then, now I know that that's just because that's the best part of Christmas Day. Well, this looks like it's going to take an hour. I'll take that on. You rest yourself. No, you sit with the children playing with the toys, even more excited because they're now away from the dinner table and it's back to toy time. Like... Washing up on Christmas Day is good. Like as a as you an never adult, have batteries for the toys. Oh man, they're never getting another remote control car again. That's a period of my life I'm simply not going back to. Like remote control cars require too many batteries. There's too much screwdriver action. Toys shouldn't be that complicated. Yeah, it's not happening anymore. And it's it's also some of them have the uh, the like the mini screwdriver that you almost get in a flipping. Cr- yeah, you, need, you get in the crackers. You need one of them. Yeah. yeah. There's that great Curb Your Enthusiasm joke where Larry David can't get into that vacuum packed thing and he's using like three different knives yeah and when you that on your sofa on christmas day around unwrapped presents you can't be getting a kitchen knife out to get into a walkie-talkie it's just not worth it nope. no we've got mobile phones now they're redundant as well getting games it's yeah something they already know how to operate how, how is it 2023 and batteries aren't included that's what i don't get the realistic thing that you should do is get batteries in advance yeah but really they should help you with that yeah they must be an environmental concern yeah maybe and just Cheap, isn't it? It's so cheaper to not put batteries in. Yeah. Do you, do you, here's a question. I'm intrigued by both of your answers here. Do you take the hit and go full Duracell or do you roll Duracell. the dice and get, and get the, the cheaper but the maybe less reliable uh, shop brand? Duracell is the answer to your question, but I've got to give credit to my wife on this one. We own two of those battery charger gimmicks Ooh. and they get a lot of purchase and play in our house for things like um like uh like the kids both had like night lights for a while and they constantly were drain batteries so it was like getting those things in and they've been low key goaded for those things there's a plug for that <laughs> i tell you what was like little pound land one pound battery operated one yeah yeah they're tell not, you what they're not of a good stand what was low key goaded you remember the duracells where you could push on it and it tell you how much juice is left in it. Yeah, a little meter on it. Oh, do you remember them? No. no. Yeah, a little green 
little like thing, and I think, I don't know if it was your, the heat from your hand or whatever, and you'd yeah. be like, hey, here's how much you got left, mate, so heads up, might need to be replacing these soon. They stopped doing, they do them still. What I tend to do as well, here's one, have you got, you've got like scales for measuring like food and stuff, and you've yeah. got grams, yeah. oh, it's got like three batteries in our advanced one. Ooh. You never know when you're going to run out. Oh, see, we've got the old, very old fashioned time. Yeah, I've got the one, like the, yeah, the I was thinking you were going to say, you want to weigh your batteries now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how much power's left in them. I've got a digital scale. Ah. Fancy. Fancy thing. Digital scales for all the oven chips you make. Like, Wilborn's the chef on this podcast. Nah, sure. <laughs> I deep fry my oven chips for extra flavour. <laughs> oh. um, bad news. Actual baked oven chips are disgusting. Oh, Jesus Christ, there he goes. So you have to deep fry them, otherwise we will not eat them. Because bad news. We haven't reached the mid-roll, lads, so we're going to have to talk about Rhea Ripley and Natalia. Oh, God. Nah. It'll be a, Rhea Ripley versus Natalia will be as boring as the last five minutes of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, oh, wait. Like, she's not a credible challenger. Nope. No one takes her seriously. Nope. She's as about as... as like, she's in that weird clan of, how have you been in it this long? Obviously, the answer in her specific case is, she's apparently great around the roster, very respected, like as safe as houses. Like you're not going to get hurt working, Natalia. She's like a not entertaining Sean Waltman as well, isn't she? Like she's definitely one of them people that could say they've got it or they haven't. Yeah. But it's just a matches, unlike the kids so like with, like aren't with, fun with, to watch themselves. The thing is, like, yeah, if you, have, if you can't have a good match with X-Pac, the saying was, and this is genuinely, he was a litmus test. Mm. Yeah. He was the measuring stick. If you can't have a good match with Waltman, who will bump around for you, who's just an absolutely great pro, then you've got nothing. You've got absolutely nothing. If you can't have a perfunctory match with Natalia, which you don't get too lost, then you might you might be something one day. Yeah. But the thing is, Rhea Ripley is someone. She's an absolutely massive star. Mm. One of the precious few who actually gets reactions in these mausoleum TV crowds. <laughs> so I don't know what this does for her. I don't know why I'm watching it. I don't know why it's being promoted. Do you think... <laughs> I've written this as a preposterous note at the end of this podcast. With like an exclamation mark Indeed. followed by a question Because people mark. were like, what are you talking what? about? <laughs> a, kind of a, she's not on this show, and B, what would the justification be, aside from, I suppose, she's just had a title match. Do you think EO Sky could cash in tonight, purely because, and you brought this fact to our attention, at time of recording, she is now the second longest holder of the briefcase <laughs> Yes. Straight out of the gate, because normally... Oh, it was on a Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, because oh. you pointed this out. Um, other than Carmella's 280-odd days with the briefcase, every other Ms., Mrs., Ms., Miss Money in the Bank has cashed in either on the night or the next night on Raw, obviously. But because it was Saturday, Eosky, by default, has moved into second place. Yeah. So it's kind of overdue, if anything. It's <laughs> not too long. It, it's, they can't. No. Surely. Get some, get some juice out of the whole Bailey. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have won it, but you know the whole handcuff spot. And do you see the handcuff spot? Yeah, I saw them. I saw oh. the paper for you. I'm uh, paid to cover. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? There, there may be some smoke to this horrendous fire you're trying to start here, Wilborn. Mm. So a couple of things. Rhea Ripley, if I'm not mistaken, has had a bit of injury trouble lately, but they've not felt the need to discuss that in great detail because she can yeah. be there as Dominic's like. Sort of wrestler in, in this feud with Cody Rhodes, basically. Mammy. And the squashes with Natalia have been there to protect that as well. Could, well, hypothetically, should Eosky cash in tonight? 
on Rhea Ripley because Rhea's just you know, polished off Natalia, whatever, no big deal. But then Natalia say like hit her with a chair while she was celebrating to start <laughs> her oh, another heel turn. Is start it? her heel turn. If I'm sick of nobody respecting me, I'll do something the next respect you. Like there, uh, but she turns do on something. Her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do anything. <laughs> It's with a chair, leaves a lane, and Eos guy's like, I all right, why not? And as you say, like Bailey's thinking, uh, I wasn't really ready to have to deal with this problem, and Eo wins the title. That then creates further cashing drama in and around the judgment day. Because mm. Priest sees it and then strokes his chin and thinks, Maybe, maybe it's as easy as that. Seth is still struggling, maybe following. Yeah. Yeah. And uh Damien's like, mm, should have bloody watched what you're doing. I've told you about this briefcase. And there's like and then Rhea's lost the title rather surprisingly. Because, what, like Rhea and Becky Lynch might be, well, was thought to be the move SummerSlam, but now it's Becky Lynch and Trish is yeah. all but confirmed. So there's no obvious opponent for Rhea Ripley right now for SummerSlam, is there? Brandy didn't return at Money in the Bank. <laughs> yes. So I can't think of a, a Rhea Ripley. In, in terms of the stuff that lined up for SummerSlam, one of the things I can't see is a Rhea Ripley match right yeah. now. So what if there's more injury trouble there that we're not aware of and we've just walked into a cash-in tonight? And it does break the record. Well, well done, Eo. Yeah. Forty hours Pat on the head. Good for you. <laughs> and well, before we move on, considering talking about, it, I thought we could have a little. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? Which titles has Natalia won in her long and storied career within WWE? SmackDown Women's. Yeah. Correct. You've got you've got three to get. Twenty four seven. No, never won that. According, not according to Wikipedia, at least. Women's tags was someone that I'll never remember. Tamina. It was. Yeah. Raw Women's. No, never never held the Raw Divas. Women's. Divas. Divas. Yeah. And what's the other one? SmackDown. Uh, no. SmackDown. You got it already. SmackDown Women's. Oh, one Fowler. Three SmackDown oh, tags and Divas. I thought I thought I thought you said oh. Fowler. She also won the first ever. Wheel of Fortune WWE Week tournament. So that's not to be sniffed at. <laughs> <laughs> what is that smell? Hold on. Something in the studio. Oh, it's, um, I mentioned this on the Money in the Bank review. Paparage is cooking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. The thing is, you can't really say that. Paul Heyman's cooking, apparently. Yeah. Not to my taste. I prefer a flan. <laughs> Press the air game button. Hold on. It's time to play the game! Time to play the game! Was it Paul Heyman or somebody else in a non-wrestling capacity that Triple H revealed twisted their ankle in the only injury of the night? Oh, yeah. So he was like, asked the question in the press conference, anybody injured? Because it looked like absolute hell out there. And he was like, no. Luckily, the only injury was somebody that was in a non-wrestling capacity that managed to twist their ankle as they were walking back through the curtain. A nice bit of Triple H negging. He loves that, Very awesome. He loves it. Absolutely loves it. Do we think it was Paul Heyman? Who else on that show might have been in a non-wrestling capacity and then twisted their ankle when they got backstage? Cole? Cole, yeah, that'd be a good one. Triple H and my own girl. Hard up. People love it when Triple H is doing that. Let me get a shot. He likes it. He likes it, doesn't he? Yeah, he likes it. Likes everything. He screams his f***ing head off. <laughs> Have you seen the big f***ing out? Have you seen the uh, doing the rounds today? I didn't want to bring They've marrowed him. They've, they've done exactly that. People yeah. are sharing it like, I'll tell you what, Cole's performance on Saturday was low-key goaded. What? One bit was. 
Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah. I cannot do it. No. Cannot do it. Yeah, we cannot had... listen to that. We had a great it's hysterical. Time. Like, sit down. I mean, I was still. Have, have some dignity. I was stood up by the end of the finish. Last five, six minutes that match for a double treble, high key gutted. Those really, really impactful um, super kicks really did it for me. They look like. More of an ESO splash guy myself. They look like, right? I'm not being funny. The super kicks look like they are about to do a cartwheel and then they lift their leg up like a dog pissing. That is the motion <laughs> of their super kicks. I think they look whack. I've never noticed that before. No, I've ruined it for you now. After, yeah. I'll, well, I mean, you won't ruin it for me. Like, can't ruin theatre. But I'll, uh, I'll go back and I'll check it out. Seriously, like, it's once I've come up with that, oh, that's what they look like, I, I can't ever can't unsee, unsee it. it. Yeah. But they do not deliver good-looking super kicks. They, like, there's no, like, you know how they're called, like, thrust kicks? They're not, like, lift up your leg a bit, kicks. <laughs> look like they've got, We do like, good see you doing that. They've got, like, crap on, <laughs> look like they've got crap on their shoes and they're checking. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the all-time ruiner. Where's the thrust? The all-time ruiner for me in all of wrestling remains. Um, Lex Luger makes a noise 100% of the time. So it's not that if he's just selling where he goes, oh, it's if he's hitting as well. He goes, oh, and it's, it's everything. It's every single move he makes. It's a safety net. Bret Hart wrestling with his mouth open. Yeah. I try not to. DiBiase's uh, loud outward breathing, like late into the match. Ha, ha, ha. That like gravelly voice. Listen, what else have you got in your locker that could ruin wrestling? Because <laughs> there are certain things you can't unsee or unhear. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, let's look to more of the Money in the Bank fallout on the show because nothing else is advertised. Um, <laughs> presumably, fallout. Presumably, we get some sort of justification for what Shayna Baszler did in the women's tag title match. Uh, Living Raquel, funny. 
Liv and Raquel uh, winning the titles in a stunning uh, turn of events. Shayna attacking Ronda Rousey, and by all accounts, Ronda Rousey not having very long left, so presumably they're blowing this off at SummerSlam. Well, I'll tell you this. I was day drinking on Saturday at a garden party. I went back to the house for the kids, and she's younger, so she went to bed earlier. But James, sit down, man. <laughs> yeah, James. Uh, I love you, son. James, love you. Sit down. <laughs> I love you, James. Sit down. Sit next to me, man, son. Sit next to me, son. Is there wrestling on? Do you want to watch it? And he's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, cool. And I, I watched two matches. Um, we didn't get in to watch the men's one. I had to watch that later. Um, but we watched Gunther Riddle in the women's tag, and he exploded. With no context or anything. But the idea of the tag partner turning the yeah. match. Like he was up a height. He was. He went crazy for that. To James, what's happened there? And you know, he said to me about Gunther versus um, Riddle. Mm. It's like, Dad, this is quite mid, and it's not reaching the ceiling that it should have. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, James, that's very astute. They'll probably run it back at SummerSlam, I imagine. I think you're getting 20 minutes on Raw, Brady. Like Gunther Drews, the SummerSlam match. So I think they've done that style of match on the PLE. Why would they just have 20 minutes? It's Triple H is so weird. For the most boring normal man ever. Can you not just revert to type and give us a 20-minute match without an injury angle, get your precious four and three, and then... I think I said in the review, I think they're having their cake and eating it too. They're like, well, we've done it. And you've got all the excitement around that. of like, ooh, this should be a bit of a tasty affair. Oh, well, that didn't happen. But it doesn't matter. Here's Drew McIntyre. And then in, in a while, they'll double back and say, all right, fully fit Matt Riddle versus Gunther, basically. The 20-minute version of that match needs a silent raw crowd. It does, eh? That's like... There's gonna be a, there's gonna be a like two quarter hours that need filling. I also like the idea of your son going, Dad, you you report and watch this, watch this and report on it for a living. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then the turn happens. Oh my God, Dad, why is this happening? I have no idea, son. <laughs> she has to give some sort of justification tonight. Yeah. Um, I tried to sort of explain this on the Money in the Bank review, but I'll do it again. The turn, the sheer randomness of the turn, is what made it effective in the building. Mm-hmm. It was a proper shock. You don't get many shocking turns like that anymore because you're not really supposed to. It's supposed There's supposed to be clues along the way. That's the point of yes. like actual storytelling. But the randomness for the pop is then really hard to explain away and sound like you're making sense because, wh- like, again, what if, like, Shayna had, like, locked something on her live, as she did in this match, and Liv had tapped out that it won. Shayna's like, oh, God, I was going to bloody turn. I know, I know, I know. And, like, what if that... And she realistically has to explain tonight... I've been trying to do that for weeks. We're so good. I'm so good, like, that we kept winning matches, and I was sick of you, and I was sick of this nonsense and this idea that, like, you're the one that's elevated me when, in fact, I was the one carrying you. You're terrible now. I've been carrying you for ages. But every time I try to turn you, we only go and bloody win. Yeah. And that proves that we are the best. And if I'm thinking we are the best, I need to know that I'm the best. So she has to highlight that enormous... Pothole. She doesn't have to. And she no. Won't, and she probably won't. But yeah, for all yeah. of us to make perfect sense, barely even that, she kind of needs to say that. We're so dominant, but the we is me, and I'm going to prove that at SummerSlam or whatever. Because it is a, a massive plot hole that they've fallen and into because Ronda's contract's running out. baby face is celebrating like they did as well. What oh, yeah. I? Utter geeks. <laughs> like the shock. Two years in a row now, Liv Morgan beating Ronda at uh, Money in the Bank I'm for a title. Like geek in the pros. Yeah. Oh, my God, what's happened here? Let's kill him. Right there. <laughs> James turned and said to me, like, Dad, why are WWE baby faces um, <laughs> just so bad and entitled? I've got a significant problem with the WWE's baby face value system, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's what he said. Yeah. You can't disprove that. <laughs> um, the, bit, the only bit I 
spotted on our rewatch of Money in the Bank um, was the fact that Ronda tagged herself in. Yeah. Like Shane was kicking ass, and she got sort of kicked into, but she got kicked off from whatever submission she was trying to do into the corner. Ronda was like, I'll take it from here. And then she came in, and I, my justification to you was, not only she's been tagged out, and she didn't want to be tagged out, Ronda's come in and done the whole, like, here it comes. And she's gone, I've had enough of this. Bollocks. Just knocks her out. Tag teams do that all the time. Oh, you're in trouble. Bang, I'll get myself in. Mm-hmm. You got you got you got an unstressed arm. I'll just tag in. Yeah. Opportunistic this. I didn't didn't need it. I was fine anyway, so I don't know. I mean I'll be fascinated to see how they do this. Are tomorrow. they raw superstars? Yeah. Does it matter? Yeah. I, I know it doesn't matter. I know. I've, tr- I've tried raw. to check. Are they raw superstars? Do you say other on raw? No. Talking about WWE. I was listening. To, I believe so. Yes, I was listening to Becky Lynch on. You're a Vincel and a Collider on. Uh, what's <laughs> yes, a, what's a Collider? That's CM what Punk CM Punk on commentary. So the Colliders want to see CM Punk versus Samoa Joe, and it's for the fans yeah. of Collision. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. I'm a. That's true. It can be. It can be both. You're a Vincel and a Collider. It can be a Vincel and a Collider, guys. The um, I'm just not a dynamite. Can I have that one or not? Has anybody else? Has anybody else said that yet or not? <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not getting involved in this. I've, I've, uh, no, my Twitter replies. No one's ever said dynamite, uh, dynamite to me, but in one of my various trolls <coughs> once said, "I'll have fun watching Dyna sh-. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's great. I have a sense of humour about it. Yeah, that's good. Dying in the ratings. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, let's talk about uh, I'm a mighty. Uh, no, after after that main event, I'm like, that's how wrestling should be done. I'm a collider. Yeah, <laughs> I am. It was absolutely fantastic. Tell you what, I wasn't on the collision review. I had other business to to attend yes. to. Yes, and I tell you now that every color commentator should just study under the learning tree of CM Punk. Mm. That man was brilliant. He made Samoa Joe yeah. feel like a skyscraper in the magic of that moment, in which I was utterly lost. Great match, great structure, perfectly timed comeback. Like the backbreaker felt like a real struggle, and he'd done it. I felt like it was real. Suspension of disbelief was so mm-hmm. easy. And CM Punk, in addition to Joe's individual performance, his presence, the way they laid out that match, in that moment, I was like, when's the last time Joe did a job? He's an, un- he's an invincible power. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's in physical decline at all. Yeah, I thought it was absolutely unbelievable. And if this role sniffs it tonight, I'll tell you. I doubt it, though. We've got to talk about uh, the group... Um, have to. Who had a, a, a mixed night? Actually, no, a, a bad, no, mostly bad night uh, at Money in the Bank. One of them had a particularly good night. I'm talking, of course, to Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, and Dominic Mysterio. But there's a like a collective name for all them because, of course, they're in the fucking judgment day. Obviously, Damian Priest, Senor Money in the Bank. Um, Finn Balor failed in his challenge to Seth Rollins, despite the fact he almost had the minutes. match, almost had the match won, uh, and then that that Priest was, and the that, was <laughs> that match was dynamite until the uh, until the Damien Priest at the end. Is it ever getting anywhere or not? Because I was a bit drunk. So <laughs> you know, like no, we talked about this. The chickens came home to roost because nobody really bought the uh, seven years of struggle, yeah, at all. But then the buckle bottom. Was like people are just seeing like a crime. 
how dare he? So in a sense, they were like, oh, that's the spot. That bit counts. The rest of the story was completely fake. Yeah. And by then, that was like the trigger for Priest to come out and tease all the potential cash-in and stuff. But didn't really feel like it was going to get better than that. wasn't great. So maybe the workhorse title either doesn't defend it or goes 12 minutes in a glorified angle. He's doing too many... I was thinking about this. Not good matches for a workhorse. He's, he's becoming a bit of a... I do a Seth Rollins match. Like he doesn't... Like yeah, there's a body part, but he kind of just forgets to sell it. Or like it's midsection stuff and it's like, right, midsection. I think I'll do the Phoenix Splash. Like that can't end well. Like avoid using your midsection as your, as your key weapon. Or like if he's selling a leg, it's like, well, I'm teeing up the storm, but I'm going to do it anyway. Should you? Like you've got lots of moves. He's that's, got lots of different moves. That's your thing. I understand like... For dramatic effect, if you do something, it's like, ah, but he can't capitalise because he's selling the thing that you hit them with. But he's... He stops selling sometimes. Yeah, he's not the best. Well, he's fought two out of the four members of the Judgment Day now for the title, so I feel like Dominic deserves a shot at it, maybe, tonight or something. After that, no. That was, I, I'm sorry, that was unacceptably boring, that match with Cody. How can you have a match with Cody Rhodes? That's uninteresting. Look at the guy. He's the most compelling guy in wrestling. And they didn't even have any fun with that match. Nowhere near enough fun. Yeah, that was my criticism of it. Like, no, it, like the first 30 seconds where Dominic slapped him again twice and kept avoiding any sort of physical contact was tremendous. And I think that was probably where it peaked. Um, I, I can't quite fathom how it was so short on bells and whistles. Almost like, you know, when like Sam Punk in the, in the great Cabana podcast was like, ah, Vince kept saying, I owe you one, pal. And then Punk kept trying to take his one and couldn't get it. I wonder if at WrestleMania, when Triple H was told by Dad that Roman's winning, he had to go to Cody and give him the long speech. And he was like, I'll owe you one. And Cody was like, I'm taking that one tonight, Paul. And I'm absolutely gobbling this kid up and we're not messing around. Because yeah. I can't. Like a house show finish. Because, you know, normally, even in the most blatantly obvious matches, it's like, oh, you're about to do your signature, but I reversed and hit my finish and won. No, he just went, Cody cut crossroads, one, two, three, thanks very much. Almost because like, we were waiting what? for Brock to show up. And it wasn't even like a cathartic, this little bastard has just got his you know, dick put in the dirt. Great. That was enjoyable to me. It was just so, like, there. They tried to... Dominic Sue is useless. One of the few, like, story beats they missed, because I think the camera showed a replay of it afterwards, but they just missed it in the moment and then didn't talk about it or didn't factor in as a result, was him taking off the cast. And I wonder if... The whole point of that was that was supposed to be a bigger moment than it was. He's fine. It was he's only got it on to kind of make you think he's in a worse state than he is. Is that gonna tease Brock Lesnar out well, of his farm and just be like, Oh, you're taking the piss out of me, are you? Like I did that to you and you're supposed to still be suffering the consequences. You think you're stronger than me, I'm gonna do it again, I'm gonna do it worse than before. Mm. Like is that gonna be part of the tease of bringing Brock in for Brock the show tonight? Maybe. I wouldn't advertise him. Like he stopped being a draw a while ago, so I think he's way better as a surprise. Brands a draw these days. Yeah. <laughs> but we love it. This mid stuff. It is great, isn't it? Like these these PLEs, like where it, I, I I loved Money in the Bank, and I love the PLEs in general because I am quite enjoying. I'm saying this to Wilbon this morning. I'm quite enjoying WWE. I like more characters than I don't. I'm interested in the directions for the 24 most. Twenty four hours later. Yeah, oh, this role <laughs> this role was a slog. Um, but the crowds are killing it most weeks. I get angry on some of the wrestlers' behalves. I was like, get up for that. How dare you? And mm. you can't really. Like, that's just crowds are just going to be crowds, good and bad. They're absolutely bad. They're amazing for these, like, once a month shows. They're absolutely fantastic. I actually think they're justifying that some of the stuff is good. 
some of the directions are entertaining and you see in the reactions the fans care enough to react to the I directions. Productive, not entertaining is the word. Productive. I don't you wouldn't get roars like you're getting on these Saturdays and Sundays if they were just productive. People care. Like they absolutely do like care. It. They are, but this is what I mean. They care on the at the crescendo in the showdowns, they massively care. Oh, yes. And they're not not just like they care once a week on Raw financially. They buy a ticket and they sit there. But like <laughs> they're show, they're showing that their vocal investment on these like no, papers. I just get it. That's, it's weird. It's a <laughs> I care more on telly then. I yeah, I agree. It frustrates me. Like, I'd I care. Feel nothing. I'd care if I was in the building. I'd love half of these guys, but it's just it's annoying to watch. Like that's why SmackDown's a better watch than Raw is because the shorter. It's shorter, so they've like and NXT's a better watch than SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. That's it's like, better watch than everything else, apart from Collision. But like it's uh, <laughs> Collision NXT. Dynamite, SmackDown, Raw. Yeah, we don't make the rules. That's the list. Yeah. SmackDown's shorter, so the fans aren't as tired, and they know they're going to get a 15-minute break when Roman Reigns walks out. So they're kind of up for more things as a result. Do you think Brock shows up tonight? Maybe. <laughs> so, I hate WWE trilogy booking. I've had it for years, mm. years, decades at this point. So I know it's going to happen, but because I know so firmly in my heart, my blackened heart, that it's going to happen, I cannot muster up a shred of enthusiasm. I feel like Brock has to show up tonight because otherwise, if you're Cody in storyline, what are you doing? You're a month away from the second biggest show of the year, and you're just like, I haven't really got anyone to work or anything to do. Find a way to SmackDown and fight Roman. Like that should be the only yeah. thing that he should ever be concentrating on is Roman. And then, as we said, the diversion, the diversion, the diversion. So, like, if nobody's blocking his route to Roman Reigns, Cody's doing it wrong. Yeah, you have so, to talk about it. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. Like um, I trust Thing Cody. Is, diversions in WWE, it could just be the Miz again. You can never discount that the <laughs> Miz could come out or someone. Like, who's yeah. a low level heel? Uh, what's his name? He was just messing about with Shinsuke and Ricochet. Bronson Reed. Ugh. He could come out and say, "Hey, Cody, Cody Rhodes, I finished the story for you. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell the whole book up. I finished the story. It's tsunami." That's the last chapter. <laughs> you could dream tattooed on your tits. <laughs> My dream is to face you with SummerSlam. I was annoyed you weren't on the collision review because we got a lot of... Tattoo on your nick. <laughs> got I'll rip it off. You'll never see it again. Your head will be off. <laughs> annoyed we didn't have you on the collision review because I wanted to talk to you about the Jay White promo. Aye. Got a lot of bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. Gin zip. God, I love that entrance. Uh, Pong? <laughs> We didn't look forward to the match, but I hope it isn't all in. We didn't actually discuss in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) What's next for the Judgment Day? Is it more tension between Balor and Priest now? A good example of a direction I like. Genuinely, like the although they've worked hard at this, there was there was tension in the building when Priest came out with the briefcase. Um, People were chanting "Cash it in" because obviously cash ins are fun to be there live for. But then Finn Balor. Finn Balor can argue, what the hell were you doing out there? Of course that was going to distract me. I was incredibly nervous. We've seen people make triple threats at before. But Priest in the press conference was the first one oh to say... Oh, my God. If you, you need to watch Priest in the press conference. He is shooting. I've seen yeah. elements of it. The, <laughs> the, uh, the bit where he's saying, no, no, I was out there to rattle Seth. I wanted Finn to win. That's totally believable. That is completely believable. Like, he's been cashing on more times than anybody else or something. Like, uh, it's, it's perfectly within rights that he would say, oh... Someone listen to the Russell Culture Quiz? Yeah, yeah. What was that? That was one of the questions. Ah, yeah. there you go. Like, it was just believable that Damien Priest would think he was doing right by Finn and equally believable that Finn would think 
you've absolutely screwed it there. You've completely ruined it. And then him oh, like it was a terrible, you made the point yourself. Finn Balor could say, look, Dominic obviously lost to Cody. It was a terrible night for the judgment to get money <laughs> in the bank. And there's Priest literally yeah. holding the case. Was it? <laughs> doing okay. Like I, I do quite like this tension and this wedge and that awful little rat, JD McDonough, ready to take somebody's place. Priest being set up for a big baby face run, I think. Yes. It, it's a sink or swim thing. It's the CM Punk on collision. Like, has he got it? Like, he's older than the guy LA Knight that they said was too old. He has mixed fortunes in the ring. I really like him sometimes, but then I'm kind of not asked the rest. So has he got it? Mm. I think this is going to be a good bit of testing of Triple H's metal. I don't think he's him, mm-hmm. but let it play out. you got to try, haven't you? you got to try. I'll try. I'll try. Try. Well, let us know your thoughts ahead of Raw tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, you can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, available right now are Money in the Bank and AEW Collision Reviews. And, of course, myself and the Dadleys will be back tomorrow to review Monday Night Raw. But for now, it's been the Raw Preview. My thanks to the Dadley Boys. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.